Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Ken Sterling. It's Tuesday, October 27th, 2020. We're brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, best dentist I've ever gone to. Give him a call. Take control of your dental health. 317-849-2933. You pick up the phone and you say, hey, I want to come in and see Dr. Mike. They say, okay, when? You tell them when. It's just about that simple. Give him a call. 317-849-2933. Three, three. We welcome to the show today the coordinators. Tuesday, it's coordinator day. First, we'll talk to Nick Sirianni. How you doing, coach? Good to see you on this Tuesday. First thing I want to ask, when you look at the Lions and Matt Patricia's defense, what do you see that concerns you, that worries you? Yeah. Hey, Kent. Um, they are a very well-coached team. You know, they, they, they hit um, they're well coached. They're in. They're in. They're in. They're, they're in the right spots. They're in good positions, and they and they have good players. Um, so that's you know, anytime you're going against a, anytime you're going against a defense like that, that anytime yeah, I always feel like when you go up go up against a defense that's well coached and has good players, that that that's always going to present its challenges to you. Um, so we just got to be sound in what we do because we know they're going to be sound in what they do. Um, and how they run and how they tackle. We got to be good with our fundamentals because we know they're going to be good with their fundamentals again because they're well coached. So a ton of respect for Coach Patricia. Uh, he's a heck of a football coach, and uh, we're just going to have to be we're going to have to be on it in a lot of different ways. Is what was your itinerary for the bye week? Yeah, the you know the first thing in a, in a bye week that we that we like to do is. Um, is obviously watch our game from the, the previous week, watch our Bengals game and, you know, really dive into that just like we would on a normal Monday uh, after uh, uh, on a non-bye week. And then, you know, then it is, Hey, really work hard on our self scout. Um, not, not, not that we don't, we, you know, we do that hard during, during a normal week too, but we were able to have a little bit more time to work through that. Then it is, Hey, who's the next opponent, the Detroit lions, all right, let's get ourselves ahead on the on the Detroit Lions. And then, you know, do you have anything unique coming up? You know, you, you know, because you're going to have a full week of preparation for the Lions, it's nice to be a, it's nice to be able to get ahead and and you know, dive into that early. But then you have this rest this this the rest of the week to be able to do some things that if you have something unique coming up, maybe a unique opponent or unique week, you know, obviously the Thursday night game against Tennessee. So, you know, having a short week coming up in a, in a couple of weeks, it, you know, that was one thing we, we, we wanted to do was just to get a little jump on that. Um, again, everybody does that a little bit differently. You know, it could be a unique, like I said, it could be a unique opponent that you're about to go up against in future weeks or, um, or a unique situation like the Tennessee game on a, on a Thursday night. But most, most of our preparation was for the good football team that we're about to face this weekend in the Lions. When you have a Sunday off, do you watch the NFL just like the rest of us, kind of as a fan? Most definitely. Um, most definitely. I remember my first year of coaching, uh, 
we went to our head co- our head coach. I've talked about Larry Karras on here before. We went to his house to watch, I want to say a bowl game or something like that. And I remember how he watched that game. It was just when the rewinding of a television came out and how we watched that game. Like it was the, the game was over, but we were still in the second quarter at coach Karras's house. Cause he just kept rewinding. Hey, what did they run there to rewind? Like you, like he had the remote. So I like to be able to watch as a fan a little bit, but my mind as you know, we're so entrenched in football and so entrenched in what did they do there? Oh, that was kind of cool. Oh, I wouldn't have done that or, or something like that. It, it, it gives you the, it gives you a chance to be able to watch. There's just, you got the rewind and you're able to watch it again. You, you do that. So it is nice. I, I can't watch it truly as a fan, but uh, I do value the the ability to just sit there on your couch and, and, and watch it. Um, when you looked at Philip during all the self scouting that you did over the course of the week, what did you see? We, we think he's doing, we think he's playing winning football. Uh, and, and you see that even more as you look at the entire season as a whole of how, how good a football he's playing. And uh, you know, you know, we go, we went through a lot of the things with Philip. Uh, we watched, a, you know, coach, coach Brady had a great plan of what we were going to do as far as our position meeting with him. So it was just a lot of give and take back and forth of, you know, um, what's working as a scheme, uh, you know, any, any fundamental thing, uh, any decision-making thing. Um, we just, we just kind of watched it together and dissected it together. Uh, and that's always, that's always a fun time to be able to do that with, with your starting quarterback. How big a deal is it going to be to get Michael Pittman back and why? I think he just gives you a, 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 another body that, that is a big physical uh, – Michael's big and physical, but he has, uh, you know, he has almost like little man uh, feet, like where he's able to get in and out of breaks like a, a guy who's 5'10", right, and he's, what, 6'3". So that's a very good um, ability to have because he can win with both – his um his quickness and his strength and size so you know not that not you know that that's that's a we're excited to be able to get that back from him uh um from michael um because he he does have a unique skill set are you surprised at the great because you've worked with philip rivers before are you surprised at the great relationship that's kind of been built between philip rivers and matt eberflus the defensive coordinator yeah, most definitely. I, I've always joked with Philip um, that he's always, you know, I think I, I joked with Philip and and Coach Eberflus early in the year, like, hey, you guys are going to be best friends um, because I've seen and I've witnessed the the defensive coordinators I've been around with Philip. They 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 love they they have a great relationship. Like Philip and John Pagano had a great relationship. I remember them talking all the time because. Philip just has this unique, you know, th- this ability to process so much information. Gus Bradley um, and and Philip had a great relationship because the same and the same reason. And and I just knew that uh, that would be the same the same with um, with coach with Coach Eberflus and uh, and Philip. So no doubt this he helped every defensive coordinator I've been around that, with the same team that I've been with Philip with. Um, has said the same thing of how much, how important they are, how important he is to help their defense uh, prepare and get better because uh, he challenges the defense um, not only with his arm, but with his, with his mind. Um, and he sees everything and he, and he's, he's able to, to tell him, Hey, this looks like this, or this looks like that. Uh, maybe you should do this. 
uh, not that he's sitting in there game planning with him, but I know he gives helpful insights um, to the defense, um, particularly in training camp uh, and throughout. All right, that's Nick Sirianni, the offensive coordinator of the Colts. Now, speaking of Matt Eberflus, the defensive coordinator of the Colts, we welcome him to the show. How you doing, Coach? I hope you enjoyed your bye week. My first question for you is with Darius Leonard scheduled to be back this weekend, what's the one characteristic that maybe you miss most or that you're looking forward to getting back on the field, both in practice and in games? Well, I would say his presence. Um, I know that sounds simplistic, but that's deeper than just the word. Uh, Him being in there uh, in practice, you know, his presence in practice, his emotion, his passion um, certainly is is contagious. And uh, we all know that he's contagious for the entire building, um, you know, when he's in the locker room and and on the practice field. So that's that's number one, just his passion and his enthusiasm that he brings every single day because this guy comes to work every single day. This guy is one of our harder worker, our hardest workers, if not the uh, hardest worker on the practice field. And he brings it uh, and, and he means it when he brings it. So it's, uh, it's coming from the heart with him and uh, his presence on the football field certainly is, is felt as well. Um, you know, obviously we have him standing right over the football uh, on the hash right there, right over the quarterback. And that's, that's by design uh, because we feel he is uh, one of our premier players and, he is uh, a definite presence presence in there in the run and pass game. So we're excited to get him back. Sometimes when we talk to players, we hear about miscommunication as a reason that the defense kind of foundered during one part of the game or the next. What does that mean? What's miscommunication mean in that instance? Well, I mean, talking with the, with the players, and, and I think that's a really a wrong word uh, because when you say miscommunication, that means like, well, you know, guys are, I'm saying this, and I thought you said that. Well, that, that's not what's happening. It's, it's execution. It's execution, meaning that we need to execute calls uh, and be on the same page and executing those calls. And that's coaching player and player and coach. It's not like the guys are out there and said, hey, we're making this call, and all of a sudden they say, hey, I didn't know it was that call. I mean, that's, that's not what's going on. we got to make sure that we're executing the call and the technique that's required for the call. So that's, again, focused by coach um, and player um, during the course of the week and making sure we do that. And that's by also on, on me to make sure it's set up that way. When you look at a game uh, and you look at it by a play-by-play basis, technique by technique, fundamental by fundamental, which is what we did in the, in the bye week here, it's, it's, it's something here and something there. You know, John Wooden said it takes 10 hands to make a basket. And that is so true in football as well. You know, you could say, you know, 22 hands to execute a play. And if one hand's not on the plow or one hand's not on the, on the, uh, on the right assignment, then it could happen. A run could pop. Somebody's not in their gap. Somebody's not doing the things they're supposed to be doing um, or their, or their technique, or, or they made a nice play. You know, they, they went up and got the football and they made a nice play and that happens. You know, there's, there's great players in the NFL. That's why it may, that's why it's a great league. And, uh, and it's a, it's a varying uh, of things that happen. And to us, you got to stay positive and you got to hang in there. And that's what our guys did. And, and you look at what they did in terms of their response to that. You know, we've played some solid football at times and we've had some adversity at times. And that's, that's like everything. That's, that's on a day-to-day basis and everybody's life is like that. So I think they learned some great lessons about how to pull together, how to, how to lock arms and how to make sure that we're pulling on the same rope and, and responding the right way. And that happens in a game 
drive in a drive. It happens uh, sometimes at a half and you got to respond second half like it's happened here. Um, but that's, that's uh, all the way up through any game that we've won or lost. Has Philip Rivers been a great resource for you in the defense? Yeah, I, I really believe in that because you defend the pass through the eyes of the quarterback. Um, and I've believed that for a long time. And uh, I use that resource in everywhere I've been. Um, I've been fortunate to be around uh, offensive head coaches that I've worked for. And a lot of them were quarterbacks. And uh, to me, I use that resource as much or even more um, because we're in the office together uh, to be able to use Frank um, in that regard um, and just say, hey, how, do you, how would you see that? What do you see here? What do you see there? What makes it difficult for you um, as, as an ex-quarterback and an offensive coordinator that's taking all those snaps? And do the same thing with Phillip when we get a chance to grab him and the quarterbacks that we've had before in the past um, because that's, that's what matters. It matters how you affect and put uh, mental and physical pressure on that player uh, to be able to do that. And that's a great resource for us. And, and I think more importantly, he, uh, Philip talks to us as coaches, but man, he's, he talks to the players uh, even more, you know, he's talking to Darius and Kenny and, and, you know, uh, Julian and, and Kari and all those guys. And, and because it's a team, you know, we are a football team and we have great character of men here. And those guys are willing to share ideas to help any, anything that can help us to win. What have you learned about DeForest Buckner as a guy, as a defensive tackle over the first six games? Well, what, I, what I've learned is, is uh, he is better than I thought in terms of meaning that the practice player, he's better uh, than I thought. Uh, in terms of him playing the run is better than I thought. Him, him rushing the passer and his ability to stay alive is better than I thought. Um, and then more importantly, his character and who he is as a man who he is as a father that is way better than I thought because I didn't know I didn't know the guy I didn't know the man per se Uh, I just was heard of him and that's been a pleasure to get to know him and his family what are the specific things that you need to see out of Komoko Ture to get him back on the field yeah I mean I just speed and quickness you know how fast is he taking off Uh, is he able to turn the corner Um, is he able to finish his rushes um, you know, can he play uh, the run? You know, is he is he stout enough to play the run in terms of how he feels with his with his leg? So it's just about the speed and quickness and turning ability. And we'll know it. He'll know it. You know, his body will tell him when he's ready to go. And we're getting him in there this week, and we'll see where he's at. All right, that's Matt Eberflus. Colts, Lions coming up this Sunday. This is a game that the Colts have to win. You got to be five and two going into the final nine games of this season. You have too many really, really good opponents coming up, including after the Lions, you've got the Ravens, then the Titans, then the Packers, and again the Titans. The AFC South is going to be determined during those four games, and the Colts can create a path toward winning the division on Sunday if they beat the Lions. If they lose to the Lions, that road becomes fraught with peril. We'll talk about that tomorrow morning. Breakfast with Kent, bright and early, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, and then immediately thereafter on Twitter and on Periscope. I cannot wait to talk to you then. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Give them a call, 317-849-2933.